Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Joel. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I'm so excited for you all to hear it. Uh, hear us talk about this uh, great episode of Survivor. I did just want to give it a disclaimer off the top that a little under an hour into the podcast, I, Joel, get a little, uh, you know what, a, a bit more mad at Cody than I uh, ever have on this podcast. And I'm so sorry to Cody and I'm so sorry to you, the listeners, to hear me get mad for a very stupid reason. And you all can hear that when it happens. But I did just want to say that I'm sorry and I hope it doesn't shock you when it happens. And to just know that me and Cody love each other and I love Cody and uh, I'm very sorry f- for you to hear such anger in somebody's voice. And uh, the discussion before and after the episode is so great. And also, I'm sorry to Chris George, our guest, for having to deal with that as it happens. And I, j- I just wanted to do this. And uh, I'm just adding time to this already longer uh, podcast uh, by doing this. But please enjoy the episode. And again, I- I'm such a fool. And I'm sorry. Okay. Goodbye. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. You better be ready. They're coming for you. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And I'm Chris George. And we have one thing in common. We love Survivor. When is that war? They're coming for more. When is that war? Season 40 of Survivor. That's right. We're podcasting about Survivor. Me and Cody are two hosts of this podcast, and we are podcasting about the penultimate episode of Season 40, Winners at War of Survivor, the boots of uh, Jeremy and Nick out of the game, and we're moving into the final five plus an Edge of Extinctioner, so final six 2.0. And we have a guest with us. Chris George, returning guest, thank you so much for coming on. We've invoked you so many times on the podcast. I made it back. Yes. I'm so excited. I think yeah, I, back, I, didn't, I didn't think I'd be asked back. It's a pretty exclusive club, so uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy about we that. We keep... I finally decided to start listening to, uh, to you guys again. So as soon as that happened... Then I went back and... As soon as that happened, I, I realized I needed to, we needed to ask you back on. Because we'd, we've been saying at the end of every episode, <laughs> Chris George, if you're listening, please let us know. And you finally got to the only end of the episode. On, uh, only four episodes. Okay. And I haven't been saying that. No, I, it was me. I, <laughs> no. So I said it four times, and you're like Candyman. So if you say your name four times, you're summoned. Yeah, I, I try to. I, I'm one better than Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. so or one worse. One, one, yeah, one, one worse less than Candyman. I'm, I'm one. Yeah, one level shy yeah. of Beetlejuice. 
Um, uh, so <laughs> what? Uh, we got a two-hour episode tonight, or I guess an hour and forty-minute episode, and then a clip show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so what do you guys uh, think? Coronavirus. They had to take the days off. I think to, uh, what I. What I loved was Amber's speech at the end. I thought that was, uh, I don't know if they put that in there once all this started happening, but it was very kind of uh, um, parallel to what everyone's going through right now, what what Amber was sort of talking about, about being away from your life and being able to uh, figure out what you miss and what you take for granted and all this stuff. I thought, I thought that was nice. Um, uh, a nice parallel, and then we just got some reminders of what we've already seen and what I've already seen this week because I've been starting to starting my rewatch of the season already. I've watched the first three episodes in the past couple of days. So, wouldn't oh, nice. it have made more sense to uh, you know show that clip at the start of next week's for episode? whatever reason? They must have a lot to show next week. That's my prediction. Yeah, well, that's yeah, my they could have. Well. They could have done Edge this week. Well, here's the thing. We got two sort of predictable votes tonight. Two votes, I think, sort of the the most telegraphed votes, the most sort of by-the-books votes we've had in a while tonight, so they didn't feel the need to show... Was it predictable to Nick? No, or Jeremy, even, but... (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, Chris, we haven't talked to you since uh, the fantasy draft, so tell us what you've been thinking of this season before we really get into the thick of it. Oh, I guess yeah, because uh, you, we've we've talked personally, but uh, never talked in in a, such a professional sense. Exactly, do it for uh, our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, I I've been loving the season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been such a tremendous season. Mm-hmm. Uh, some I was devastated when Yule went home. I was devastated when Adam went home because I loved. I thought Adam was such great TV all throughout this season. Yeah, he I was agree one with of my, you. He's one of my favorite narrators this season, and of course, I've been loving Tony. The resurgence of Tony in his glory, and I can't wait for him to win this whole game. It'll just be the perfect, the perfect that's, ending. That's not, it, that's not uh, going to happen. Well, I'll, I can settle this. So, yeah, because your Wendell theory is really going to so, have a lot of traction, Cody. Hey, man, it was setting up for it again tonight. <laughs> so, it, it, so, Chris, you think Tony's going to win, and for uh, new listeners, uh, Cody thinks Michelle is going to win. I've been oh. saying... And I've been saying this for a long and time. And I've been back and forth. Uh, I, I, I predicted a Tony win a couple of weeks ago, and then last week uh, I, I doubled back on that. And tonight, you know... Oh, ye of little faith. I think it's anybody's game now. This this whole week I've been saying it's either Jeremy or Tony, Jeremy or Tony. Now I'm like, you know what? Michelle could win, but I'm still... I think I'm 70-30 on the Tony scale. I think... How could you think it was Jeremy? It's got to be Tony. Jeremy's been getting... Jeremy, Jeremy could been feasibly come He'd back. been yeah, it's uh, it seems like the way it's built up, it's either Natalie Tyson or Wendell to me. I don't see uh, the Wendell. I do not see the Wendell, Wendell for Rob or Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, uh, Rob or even Nick. Jeremy. Well, we're getting Wendell back. Wendell at war. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta say, I also also since I'm such a big fan of the podcast, um, I I do love the switch. Of your intro, and I gotta say on air personally that that I also love Survivor. Yeah, we all have, and that's one my that's got. my favorite. 
that's my favorite part of the this intro. <laughs> just uh, yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure every listener can agree. Make sure you write on Instagram that you agree with me right now, please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, we won't know that you've actually listened to the show unless you put it in the the line. They have one thing in common: they love Survivor. That's sort of a sort of a good way to sum up me and Cody's relationship, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because uh, other than that, I don't see what keeps you guys hanging. Podcasting, out. no. Podcasting. <laughs> Joel tries to relate to me by talking about the mass singer, but you can tell he just doesn't care. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah, we did, I think that's. We did one. I think that's when I stopped listening to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't bringing it up on the podcast. You're well. I guess you're talking the, about the Joel trying to relate. Mass singer episode. Yeah, I I said it was a mistake. It, I don't know if it was a mistake. It's it's good to try things. We're gonna need to start trying things. It's gonna be a big off season, so we're gonna start to need to start thinking about new things to talk about on this show. Well, Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Australian Survivor. I'm I'm telling you, I'm halfway through All Stars, and it is great. Uh, 100%. It's something we've thought about for episodes. Um, but uh, maybe not week by week, but we can maybe crush a season and, and talk about it on the show, right, Cody? Of Australian? They're long. They're long. Though. Maybe They're long. half by half, you know. What do you mean, crush a season? Oh God! It's oh, long. we have no I'll time. Tell you, the third episode of All Stars, y- you could you could do a whole episode on that. Some people have and the already. Fourth, you could do a whole episode. We'll do and it like know, Mass Singer, where we only did even a- the fifth. An episode on episode six. Yeah, and I I have a sneaking <laughs> suspicion that the sixth one would also be a good one. Well, and possibly the seventh. We're not talking about that yet. We're talking about episode twelve or thirteen or whatever you want to call it of. Survivor winners at war. Yeah, let's get into it. There's a lot to chew on tonight. It's it's maybe not not the biggest flashiest episode because the past two weeks have been very sort of in your face and chaotic. Um, uh, and this one is sort of more but, by the book, more traditional Survivor in a way. Um, but Chris, are you are you seriously not thinking that Michelle could win this? Can we uh, can we Mich- can we get back to that, please? Are we? Well, because there's lots to talk about with Michelle. She uh, she, she did had a that great dance, episode. and then she taught that dance to Denise. Michelle had was was uh, one of the highlights of the episode. I think Michelle and Tony were the two highlights mm. for me. I think t- t- tonight, it was a big tonight, Nick episode. Well, tonight was Michelle's episode. I think I think she was the biggest pop of the night. She was the the first pop other than Tony in a few weeks. So uh, yeah, hundred um, percent. I think that that bodes well. She got the uh, quote unquote David edit. Like, as in David versus Goliath, David, you know? Mm-hmm. The sort of... Uh, yeah, right. David Wright versus oh, uh, Adam the, Klein, the, the Goliath. The David Wright as well, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's some interesting things came up. Um, I do want to just talk about Ben being a big name coming up tonight. We, didn't, we saw a lot of Ben, but not, like, too substantial of Ben. Uh, mostly being his... He, Getting votes on the first thing, him being him getting the the disadvantage at at the challenge from Nick, and him being the vote that that Michelle and Nick wanted wanted to bring up, and putting it in Tony's head, you don't want to be sitting in, on final four with Ben because he's good at fire making, and Tony does not want to lose to Ben at fire making. And yeah. I think that registered with Tony, I think and I did. think we'll see that come into play. Yeah, I think that's a that's a seed um, planted in his head. What do you think, Chris? 
yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a good seed. I think it was a good um, negotiating tactic to to try to get them on side to vote out Denise uh, because I think it is better to have three people tight and one on the outer when you go into that final four situation because then you can say oh listen we're gonna put up our best fire maker like or you can even probably convince ben because his ego is out of control that he should take sacrifice immunity uh-huh. and like that can be his big move and like the, the, really the dean kowalski the, thing fireman the dean kowalski move yeah yeah um well it, <sighs> or the chris underwood move the Chris Underwood. Oh, yeah. oh, so, oh! That's More. what you meant. You you convince if yeah, Ben yeah, yeah. wins the challenge, convince yeah. Ben. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the way that. Uh, um, I think both. I think you can convince Ben of quite a lot. Yeah. As we saw in this episode with <laughs> <Yes>. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah twisted him like a gnat. Natalie Anderson. No, yeah. like a gnat. Yeah, I know. Like a garlic knot. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Sarah saying the thing about um, uh, wanting Ben to feel like it was his own idea, feeling like he had moves in the game so that she doesn't turn his fangs towards Sarah and Ben. That is certainly... You got to give him a chance at the driver's seat. Yeah, driver's seat. It's a good read on Ben. He's he's that kind of person. And that's how they've the do, the two of them have kept him in check and kept them kept him on side this pretty much since merge and it's working really well in their favor for both Tony and Sarah. They both have managed where it's it's been shown that Ben can be sorry Ben kind of petulant kind of a big big old baby mm-hmm. and uh, not really any plan that he tries to enact. It blows up immediately, like when he told Michelle and Jeremy and tried to pit them against each other, mm-hmm. and they were just like, "Oh yeah, Ben said this. Oh okay, yeah, Ben's Ben's getting Ben's a rough trying edit. to do something. I I know that I yeah. like Ben, but I if I if my, the only thing I'd seen of Ben was this season, I'd probably dislike him. <laughs> no, I I think he's still playing like a half decent game. He's having a decent season. Like he's he's definitely on the bottom of uh, the group left right. as far as who I think could win. But this is a winner's season and, you know, like he he survived this far and has put himself out there in different aspects. So I've thoroughly enjoyed Ben like throughout the season as well. I loved him pre-merge. I loved his I mean, I loved him in the first episode. He was he was one of my favorite pops. That was great. Him with the with Rob being an awesome. Oh, no, I just I just told having watched that episode Um, yesterday. I I realized how much I did love Ben. (laughs) I forgot. You you forget, you know, and the past past couple of weeks, him just being such a dick to Jeremy and and I don't know, just like not coming off very well. I've sort of uh, put my put my horns towards Ben, been like, uh, Ben, don't I don't like you, you know, but I do like him. I, I but here's yeah. the thing, and I, uh, you keep on bringing up Dick with Jeremy. He's not a dick with Jeremy. Jeremy's also a dick to him. What do you think, Chris, yeah. about this? That's true. You think that? About what? The, the Jeremy-Ben feud? Yeah. I think they, they're both, they're both kind of like macho men who have been around each other too long and need to, to kind of duke it out. And I think what annoys Jeremy is I think Jeremy is a really fun player and he likes playing the game. And I think with Ben, he's just really trying to be this. He, he, he's, he, he's still recovering from his season where he didn't have any allies mm-hmm. at, at, in the end and had to make his way all by himself, Mike Holloway style. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, and I think he's, he's so 
it's so weird because he, he's so attached to his group and he doesn't want to give them the impression that he might flip, that he just like locks down conversations and locks down like the possibility of having any more, any other options out there. Mm-hmm. Well, Whereas Chris, someone like he Tony, doesn't even trust his wife anymore. That was, well, a, I, hey, that was, I like that. I like that. I mean, uh, fuck. It must I mean, be I don't, yeah, I don't trust women. I don't trust it. No, just kidding. Um, you don't no, trust absolutely. Ben's wife either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't trust Ben's wife. Like I can, it's yeah. I, I've never trusted her. Um, she's never she's never told me a single truth mm. um, <laughs> or lie because you've never talked to her. <laughs> well, <laughs> she refuses to answer my calls. Yeah, uh, which is probably actually probably speaks to speaks to po- speaks positively. Yeah, to her, her character. Um, <laughs> Uh, that perspective was unique, though, too, as you don't hear a lot of like in the in the show, like mindset after you're done with the game and like how it does like psychologically. Yeah. Uh, kind of like stick with you. I mean, like I've heard about it talked in like pre- postseason interviews and stuff like that. I think uh, Aubrey um, talked uh, has talked a lot about that, like. Um, especially because she played three seasons so back to back that she had to, mm-hmm. she had such and a hard so time. Terribly. I mean, and and yeah. I guess slowly really realizing that, or just or just having poor showings three seasons in a row, um, um, increasingly worse each time. But yeah, and and another person to talk about it. I, I know I've I've talked a lot of smack about this person, but Russell Hans said. He he. The big reason he got divorced is that he couldn't stop playing Survivor when he got home. I mean, I don't like Russell yeah, Hance. I, I mean, think he's a bad person, and that's probably why he got divorced. But you know, he <laughs> says that. Well, yeah. I mean, I I like Russell as a player in his first couple, and then you know he's he's also Russell, and it's very clear when you rewatch the seasons that he's with even with all the editing that they try to do because he's got great gameplay, you can still see like how terrible a person he is. So, um, I'm sure fame didn't help his marriage. Yeah. So let's let's talk about this now that it's just popped in my mind. Maybe we'll get back to anything we were talking about earlier with Ben and all that stuff, but. Um, so the final seven was a three, two, two vote. Um, Jeremy, Michelle, Ben, and it, it looked, uh, so, so, uh, Michelle and Jeremy both thought that it was going to be, the numbers were going to be different than that, but it, it just, it put Nick right in the middle. And I think from the edit that was shown from what we saw, it looks like Nick clearly made the wrong choice by going with yeah, that. yeah I mean, he, he you, got out next yeah yeah there's no you you cannot say in any way that that was the right move for nick because he went home immediately after and he yeah and so I, there is no world where that was ever the right move for nick yeah but i think personally i think that speaks to how well tony has been playing yeah. this game yeah. i, was I, I think so too yeah. Because Nick felt so secure, and he felt so secure because Tony would always like bring him in on the conversations. I was so shocked when he told Ben about the subplot to get Ben yeah, out, and Nick that was Jeremy right there. And Michelle were trying to hack, and Nick was right I there. Think I think that's was like, man, you're gonna blow. That's it. a mafia boss but move, though. That is, that's him. That I don't, yeah. I don't know if there's a side conversation between him and Nick, but for for Tony to to bring it up in front of uh, Ben, in front of Sarah, in front of Nick and Denise, I think. Just being like, yeah. hey, yeah. Uh, Tony, uh, sorry, uh, Jeremy thinks that it's me 
him, uh, Nick, and Michelle voting for you tonight. And then, and then Ben looks at Nick, and go, Nick goes, it was Jeremy's idea, you know? It, yeah, yeah, he's so scared. And it, it reminds Nick, look at all these people you'll be pissing off if you, if you, if you flop. Mm-hmm. And that, that his reaction seemed to me like he didn't know Tony was going to say that at that moment, right? It's a, Tony just yeah. did it. It's a big move. And yet, and yet he's still like... He still goes along with it. That shows how great a relationship that Tony has cultivated with Nick over the course of this. Well, and, well this yeah. Season. One point, at one point, it seemed like Tony was taking Nick with Sarah. At one point, it looked like that, like uh, maybe like three weeks ago or so. But the moment that uh, Nick got caught with that Kim lie and was terrible at holding yeah. on to it, was that last <laughs> week or was that two weeks? But ago? hey, imagine, imagine how different. This whole episode would have been had Nick won, not won immunity at that point. Because they were all willing to just all appease and just vote for Nick. To take him yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And Jeremy would still be around. Yeah. Well, actually, both vote outs. Uh, well, it would have but, been around to the second one. I think Jeremy would have gone. Yeah, probably. Especially with Nick know. gone. You never know. Jeremy could have but, won. Yeah, both vote outs, though, uh, were spoiled by immunity. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. both vote outs uh, afterwards, Tony Velakos' name did not come up at all. Or barely. When they know, and I loved, I loved when, when Jeff was talking about all oh, the advantages, and Sarah's like, yeah, we know one of them, Michelle's 50-50 coin, when Tony blatantly stood up the tribal council before and said, hey, Sarah, do you want me to play this idol too. on you? And she said, no, I'm okay. And yet, no, so everyone knows Tony has an idol, yet no one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And now they've let him get through two votes mm-hmm. without even his flushing name it. even yeah. being brought up as a possibility to flush it out. They've let him get through two votes. It shows. And now he's at final six. Again, well, final five, but with the returnee, he's at final six with an idol. I think, yep. I think we saw last week that I don't think Tony and Sarah are. Like Tony and Trish, I think Tony and Sarah are even stronger. Like Tony and Trish, it was Tony was blindsiding Trish, and then and then working yeah, with Trish, and then making and it then, up. And you know, it, Tony realized, oh shit, Sarah's not Trish. I'm gonna have to play with Sarah, and Sarah's like, okay, Tony, we're playing together. And if you, after the Sophie, vote. yeah, it's like so concrete, and I think it is very much more personal. Um, then maybe even we're seeing, it's just like, they talked about it six years. Like they're like, it's a six year friendship. We're cops and you need like, yeah, th- none of this fucking turning on blue blood shit. Swear in your ba- badge and you got to fucking mean it. You know what I mean? This isn't yeah, guy like on. They're, they're so solid till the end. Yeah. Between the two too. I honestly, I think the vote might be close. I think so and too. Uh, well, another thing. Another thing that's so incredible to me is that Tony and Sarah have such a strong relationship and they've managed to hide it the entire game. The entire game when people were like latching on to duos to take out, they started on the same tribe together. They should have been easy pickings. That's where uh, where Sarah was really good of like just trying to be close to other people at all times mm-hmm. because she was making it so like everyone was going to talk about her and Sophie so that people would talk about that to Tony and then she would know that they're targeting her and Sophie. Like she she did a good job of like making making sure she was close to Sandra or like, you know, making sure that she was close to other people that were playing the game and make it blatantly close to those people. Mm. 
I do. Uh, well, I, yeah. And I think that I think that was a big thing in disguising their relationship I've, was that she always seemed closer with someone yeah, else. I, but I will say that I think that we'd be talking about the Tony Sarah relationship differently if Sophie was still in the game. Oh yeah, I think I think I don't know how that would have played out, or it could have just been them as the final three. Like Sophie would have replaced Ben, in a sense. But uh, Ben, is, ben yeah. is so easy to beat. It's so it's such a good move for Sarah and Tony to have worked him. Mm-hmm. Like it's if if, it, if that's the final three, I don't I don't see how Ben gets a vote. You know, it comes down well, to Sarah versus Tony. In, in, no, in, there's no way. It's got it's got to be so close between uh, Sarah and Tony. It, like in what universe? Yeah, does. Does Sarah and Tony not go against each other in Final Four fire making? You know what I mean? Like that that seems like if if one of them wins immunity. Yeah. 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 They have a fifty percent chance. Yeah. But then but then and but then if, one of them goes against have ben. ben solid. What's that? And well, cause because if one of them wins immunity, you get to choose who you who you save, right? So they would save each other and Ben would take out the whoever else is hanging on. You think that's, that Tony would save Sarah and Sarah would save Tony? Oh, I think so. I think so. Think so. At this point? Wow, that would be insane. To- Tony already knows, like, Jeremy basically said, I'm not voting for you, as he left. Oh, Jeremy will vote for Tony. And Sarah won't vote for Tony if, she takes, if he takes him out, her out, though. It would be too fresh. See now, I didn't. You think that Jeremy even, will vote for Tony? I didn't Tony? even think, I of think that Jeremy thing. would. I think, I think Jeremy would vote for Tony. But I, I didn't even think of that. That especially if Tony wins, how mad Sarah would be if he didn't take her with him. Yeah, she's not voting for him. There's no way. Oh, 100 percent. Oh my god. There's no way. That, not in a million years. Maybe she if she, she had. She said she wouldn't be friends with him outside the game. They, yeah. Like, if, neither of them have seen uh, uh, Tommy Sheehan win without uh, being in fire and without winning that uh, that immunity challenge. So they don't know. They for for all they know, the last thing they saw was Chris Underwood do the big flashy move at Final Four. So they maybe think that, that that you need to go to fire to win the game, though. I mean, they're winners, so maybe no, they're thinking well, think about it. No, Rob, Rob would probably tell them. Rob and Sandra played this but game. But they didn't, they didn't see Final Tribal. They didn't see the end. Oh, they didn't. I thought they were in their little booth. Mm-mm. No, they left. They left. They left the note on the Island oh, of the Idols. Yeah. Right. And they had that treasure hunt for that Dean DK to win. DK chilling. <laughs> DK... What a legend. Get him back. I would love to see Dean come back. Honestly, robbed. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Chris. I don't, I I don't mean, necessarily not agree actually. with you. Tommy, no. Tommy was, the, was the rightful winner, but I wanted, I wanted anyone other than Tommy yeah, to win. Tommy, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'll go to bat for Tommy and say that he was a, uh, a very good... He was definitely He's deserving. a good winner of Survivor. He's just a very boring TV character because he's, he's purposely playing down his threat level by being an unentertaining and, and person. He, he's, he's a boring winner. Maybe the most boring of all time. Uh, I see. I love. I love. I love your take on these things, Cody, because uh, you always have the best hyperboles. Well, because he, I, I think sometimes he just says things to piss it's me off. It's whatever statement you want to say. You, you know what, Cody? Cody is very much. I thought he was the. Well, he is kind of the coach of this podcast, but he's also almost the Jeff Bros of this podcast. This is the greatest comeback yeah, we've just, ever seen. It's just a lot of hyperbole. This is the craziest rival I've ever seen. Wow! Now this is a first <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a first calling me out as Jeff Probst. <laughs> <laughs> you are sort of the probes. And uh, 
I mean, let's let's also give Michelle her props because I think she had the best line of the episode where she's like, I'm. I, what was it? I needed it like you need that blue shirt. Like a fish needs water, or you need a blue button-down blue shirt and khakis, Jeff. But I had deja vu on that. <laughs> she she a- not, has she called him out on that blue shirt before? I feel like in Korong there was a blue shirt call out. Well, if you haven't noticed, uh, every season so. he wears a blue Ko-Rong. shirt. What did you say, Cody? I said uh, you may not have noticed this, but every season Jeff wears a blue shirt. Yeah, but I feel like uh, Jeff's blue shirt has been brought up, and. Uh, Chris, as you do your your rewatches with Renee, let me know uh, when the blue shirt call out is because I think it's in the thirties somewhere. Okay, and Michelle I, also. I, I just finished um, Ko Rong, so I don't remember it in that. So tell me about that. I, I, I mean, just a brief pause from this episode. You've been. Uh, s- yeah, well, I think it is relevant due to due to Michelle being a very large contender. If Mich- like Michelle's storyline seems, I agree. I agree that. She's been like a real constant figure of of redemption and her just winning this immunity this this time only further propels her to that. Mm-hmm. Right? I can see I can see if someone comes back from Edge and they happen to win immunity and they, they could give Michelle an idol or like I could see Michelle I could definitely see Michelle wor- working her way into the finals. Um into the final three, just with what she's She's gotten. She's she's socially a very savvy player. Anyway, sorry. Uh, go ahead, Joel. Uh, I was just saying that I believe it is relevant to talk about Cora. Well, I think yeah. And one of the biggest storylines around this season with Michelle is her kind of constantly bringing up like it's obviously affected her emotionally. People talking about her co-wrong win and being like she didn't deserve it and blah blah blah. And this is my redemption. And here I am leading the vote. Here I am. Um, getting all these fire tokens. Here I am uh, winning this immunity challenge. Here I am surviving after all this. Um, and uh, I think it does go to show that she did deserve her win. But now you've watched her edit, and I think a, a big reason mm-hmm. that people um, give her such a hard time is that her edit was also so shit in Korang. Honestly, but, it was just it, it was just a solid under the radar edit. Rewatching it, I think to myself, yeah, that's the, it's a great win and it's a well deserved win. I remember watching it and thinking, oh man, I really didn't expect Michelle to win. Yeah. Like, uh, like where did that come from? But uh, on the rewatch and just watching watching the social dynamics and especially the social dynamics plays such a huge role in that season because there are such huge egos. And huge, just raging assholes and, in the form of and uh, Jason and Scott. And I will say, <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, like, uh, honestly, on the rewatch, I I think that the I think Michelle is deserving of a win, and I think if Michelle sh- didn't win, I think Ty should have won. To be honest, yeah, like, I agree. Seeing, seeing the moves that have that have happened, go if you if you dispute me, go watch, go rewatch, go wrong, and you'll find out that I'm right. Mm-hmm. I um, I don't dispute you. In fact, uh, I think that might have been your greatest take of all time, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, B- best tribal ever. <laughs> yeah, this podcast well, might be the best podcast episode. I mean, we're not doing a co wrong <laughs> cast right now, but I think a, a big part of that season is that uh, I think the jury was rooting, rooting for Sydney. Sydney. Uh, yes and no. I think like Michelle Michelle entered underdog status in a similar position to where she is now. Strangely, right. at final six, she it, she was on the outs and she made it through that vote. And then there was the medevac, and then she wins right. immunity. Right. 
and 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 creates a fire challenge. Then she wins another challenge to take out Neil to remove Neil. She wins a lot mm-hmm. of challenges. She pulls out the challenges in the last moment. Like she's she's a strong competitor, and I think and I think people she's just socially really savvy. I find her incredibly charming. Like I can yep. see why people would be drawn to her and. It's, Look at her in this season. All the people yeah. drawn to her, like people sell her things. She gets fire tokens. People if, come and, to her. Yeah, everyone who leaves almost gives Michelle a token. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like, you think Parvati's not voting for her in the oh, end? Parvati Get lost. for sure vote, votes for for Michelle in the end. Um, I think if anyone is is deserving of the title of like Parvati 2.0, if we're gonna go off these sort of archetypes and into the new generation, I think Michelle is that Parvati 2.0. Um, so yeah, we're about to see Michelle Queen 2.0. So can I? Uh, uh, let me say this. Um, I was thinking that when so Jeremy gets back to um, uh, gets to Edge of Extinction and tells Nat like, "Oh, Michelle was with with me," and uh, "Oh, blah blah blah." I uh, guys, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, Chris. You looked frozen for a sec. I think you're just very good at at keeping still. <laughs> Yeah, I'm practicing for uh, when I go into my spy nest. <laughs> okay, so I just, I'll just skip ahead what I was going to say, because um, I am the king of just... Uh, yeah, Chris, you I'm just the... look like a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, uh, it helps that I'm, uh, I'm so sallow from staying inside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went for a long walk today, and I, I, I could tell that I was really red when I looked in the mirror there. Um, anyway... Um, I, th- I thought that Natalie was going to try and sell the advantage to Michelle because, oh, we know Michelle needs it. Because especially after watching the first couple episodes in the past couple days, oh, Natalie's uh, selling her advantage to Jeremy because she wants Jeremy to do well in the game. But then you kind of realize, oh, no, Nat's just trying to get the fucking tokens. Nat does not give yeah, a shit about Michelle because... The big thing about the last of its extinction season was like they could just give advantages to people. There was no selling or anything like that, so it, it had no. Mm-hmm. There was no reason. It was just friends. Yeah, so it was David Wright giving shit to to uh, um, Rick Devins. Rick Devins. And so to see that it it was like the, it, the I think the the jury is a little less biased now because it, it, they they are all still playing for themselves. Obviously, there's narratives well, happening on the island, but the uh, narratives happen at Ponderosa as well. I mean, I don't know, because Natalie comes into this thing, this game, as with Jeremy as one of her best friends. She gave an idol tonight to Tyson. What's going on there? That just shows, I think, the bonds that have been built through extinction and through the suffering. And I think also Natalie might just be hedging her bets on wanting to make an impact in the game and believes that if Tyson won the first challenge, he has a good chance of doing it again. Yeah, and I mean, that's true. And also now you have Tyson's vote if you make it to the end. And that's also true, too. Like, she might be thinking that. She knows if she gets to the end, she might. She probably has Jeremy's because they're close friends, right? So now she's secured Tyson's vote. So she secured a second vote. If Probably to Parvati's too, this is with why how much they've been working to together for fucking conversations like this. Oh, Natalie <laughs> is trying to get Tyson's vote at the end. Holy shit! 
Oh, 100%. We all know. What? I mean, they I, all know that Natalie's coming back. Natalie <laughs> has three fucking advantages in this challenge. Did you know that she can buy and multiple ev- advantages in the challenge? <laughs> she has an idol. She has multiple advantages. She had that peanut, peanut butter. butter. I mean, and- she had... She had 14 fire tokens to spend, plus she already bought peanut butter and an idol. Insane. Like, yeah. this was insane. It's it's incredible. Natalie has... And it's also, too... I I mean, I really hope Natalie gets back I, in from, from Edge. I think I think the four, I the four contenders in my... Like, we talked about it earlier. I, I think just the way she has been dominating and hustling on Edge and how everyone is constantly talking about... Man, Natalie's a beast. Oh man, Natalie's Natalie's so great. Mm-hmm. Natalie's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think it would be, I think it would be an interesting story, as well because also because the first vote out is almost the most meaningless. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like right. she was voted out strictly because her and Jeremy were friends. Yeah. Like that's that's it. That's all people had to latch on to. And so she took for, advantage of all of her time there. Yeah, so for her to come back into the game to me would be would be exciting to see because then we get to see her play a little bit, you know. And you know what? But I thought it- what you were missing, Chris? Go on. Here's what you were missing was Wendell saying that he's the fastest sprinter of everyone. Oh my god! Oh, okay. Stop I did. It. I did miss that. Would you like to elaborate a little bit more? Because uh, I look when in, a, in that brief preview, it didn't look like there was any sprinting involved. In fact, it was all more agility and like n- going through knots. Seemed like a lot of sprinting involved. Yeah, and the okay. fastest sprinter is Wendell. That's true. Uh, now they didn't even see him. He was going so far in the wrong Cody, direction. Like this, this entire uh, uh, Wendell's entire time <laughs> on Extinction, the story has been him being like, "I'm pretty good," and then somebody undermining him. <laughs> That's why he finally gets his comeuppance when he loses to Michelle. When he when he when he wins the battle back, though. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Okay, so Cody, going with your Michelle, now that Nick's gone, because that can't be the final, because um, I yeah. know you were thinking Michelle, Nick, and Wendell were the final three. So now it's Michelle, Wendell, and who? And how how does this happen? So how does this happen? It might yeah. not be Wendell coming back. I'm confident, though, that Michelle's going to win. That's okay. that's the one thing. I think if Natalie comes back, she could get, she's got to work with Michelle, so save her with an idol, and then you perhaps win immunity yourself. Um, that's a good possibility of happening. So if Michelle sees herself at the end with Natalie, a person coming back from edge, I think she could edge out Natalie. And then if she's sitting there with uh, Denise or Ben as well, because Ben out of the three of Sarah, Tony and Ben is the most likely to not be voted out. Yeah, I think Ben makes the final no matter what because he's unless he's, unless Tony gets spooked by Ben. I will say this: we haven't not talked about Denise at all. Um, uh, maybe we sh- and Denise was the narrator almost of the episode. I don't know. I thought Denise was gone in the first half of the episode. Yeah, yeah. she she really she was like the glue every time they needed a transition. She's getting a quiet. Quiet edit, and I think, but I, but I, I really, do, I think we need to not uh, count her out. I think that maybe she, she, oh, she I, goes. I home. think she's great. Yeah, I think she's great, and I think that people know she's great, and they know that they can't that that she's a huge threat to win. That's why I think that she doesn't make final three. Like they have to Spartan up. We would be getting a bigger edit from her if 
I mean, I, I can't not help but read the edit. So I'm just saying we'd probably be getting a bigger edit from her. We'd be hearing more about her perspectives and stuff like that if she was final three if she if she did get votes at the end i I can't imagine her getting to the end and 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 not winning because she she maybe we haven't seen her get the her all her moves and her uh agency but we know that she's denise and denise and she has it I don't know, though, because the big thing with Denise is a lot of the tribal councils, she's been giving the appearance of giving up in front of the jury. And but, that could be her only downfall, No, is, I think, is what I'm I saying when Adam, it comes to vote. Right. Adam knew that it was, it was, like, it was clearly it was a play, a right? Screen. Like, Nick, she didn't go home. Nick, Nick went home. And, like, they're even talking, like, this has got to be a fake out, yeah. right? But, yeah. But, but before, as well, with uh, Jeremy trying to talk to her and her just saying she's done. Like, it's been a couple tribals now where she's said that, and that's what I'm not saying that she can't win the game. I'm just saying that that could be the edge up that Michelle has on her. Oh, yeah, you're, you're still living your Michelle fantasy. I don't think it's a fantasy. I think this is a win. It's, it, it's Tony. Team Tony all day. Tony we got the, sp- is the resurgence of the spy gone. nest. Denise is going home next at final six. Um, Natalie's going to misplay her idol because they're not going to vote for her. They're going to vote Denise out. Then Natalie's going to go home at five. It's going to come down to Michelle, Ben, uh, Tony, and Sarah. Michelle will win that final immunity and force Tony to go up against Ben. Tony's going to knock out Ben and then sweep it. Whoa. Sweep it. <laughs> That's okay. my prediction. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I agreed Every with you on the prediction. Vote. I agreed with We're not in <laughs> predictions yet. So you Every know what? single vote. How, I will save... Uh, Cody, just hold, hang on one second. We're not in predictions yet. Uh, Chris, I agree with you on everything there on predictions, <laughs> except for one thing, and I'm going to hold it off until we get to predictions, okay? Because Okay. Oh, I can't yeah, wait. Um, uh, uh, Cody, what would you like to talk about? Uh, how smart was it of Denise to eat all of that rice and then not get voted out? <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's the last time to use your your fire tokens. Yeah. I'm a little confused because I I always thought that your fire tokens could be used to get you an advantage in a challenge. Um, I thought I read that somewhere on the I, menu. In I the think first it was just edge there was some days. there was some dumb thing about um, sending an, uh, an a letter to extinction. Uh, that's one thing I remember. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I'd want to. I'd want to pause it on that point in the rewatch yeah. when they look at their, <laughs> at their, um, their menu yeah. of what to get. But I think it's a great move by Denise. Also, she she buys goodwill with her tribe mm-hmm. mates, and uh, yeah, I think I think and she she I, learned. I'm really you know, she excited learned it about from Zane. This, this final five. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she learned it from Zane from her first season. To Good old to, Zane. She was, she was pulling out all win. the stops. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah. She did use the Zane strategy and it worked. <laughs> oh, she God. told everyone, vote me out. And she's proven to be the queen, <laughs> the queen slayer. Yeah, that's it. That's how I you thought, do it. I, um, Nick's, Nick's uh, voting confession tonight was pretty good when he said I slayed the queen slayer, but <laughs> you didn't, pal. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I'm so satisfied with this final five uh, in terms of in terms of players. I think just also because of how inept Nick was made to look tonight. 
Like mm-hmm. everything he said was so off base. Feel bad for and the guy, to be honest. He's 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 expressed um, dissatisfaction with his with his yeah. edit on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw. I, well, I, well, I remember in the first days he's like, yeah, I, th- <laughs> I thought I was playing Survivor too. Yeah. Well, um, when you go out being so wrong, they're not going to focus on you. I mean, here's the thing: it was it's winners, it's winners, it's a winner season. The winners are ultimately going to make mistakes and not realize their mistakes. And if they they were to pay off, they would not be edited as mistakes. So if if Nick voting exactly. off Jeremy was the right move, we would have seen it as the right move, and he would have made it to the end and won. You know what I mean? But Fuck, yeah. you know, you're playing with all these winners and they're all making moves that could have been mistakes and, in any other context. And you can't, like, honestly, I don't, I don't see these mistakes as, like, when anyone makes, makes an error. I Like, when Sophie went out with her idol or, exactly. like, Nick's, Nick's moves tonight... Um, I, I, I have never seen them this season as, like, oh, man, that person was so dumb. I'm able to see, oh, man... This other person who was who orchestrated that is playing so well, mm. right? Like, because I think I think you have to give them the credit because they are all winners and they all know the game like pretty well, mm-hmm. well enough to make a million dollars from yep. it. So, like, I I just see I, I was thinking in my head, man, how could like how how could Nick? Why would Nick not vote out Ben? He's Ben has an idol. Well, Nick doesn't know that. Why doesn't he know that? Because nobody's told him. Like he hasn't gotten the information. Because Tony's like keeping that to himself. It's like why didn't he vote with it? Oh, it's because of Tony. It's because Tony is playing such a good game, and that's the same reason why Nick was voted out tonight, and he thought he was okay because again they turned to Tony, and Tony's been behind almost every move in the merge. He's been on the right side of the votes every time, and it's just been so exciting and yeah. fun to watch. I, I would like to bring up, and, and, and I'd also like to turn this to, to you, Cody, as somebody who's been banging the drum for Michelle. Like, we've been talking about how uh, crazy Tony's playing, but Tony has also played so well this season. He has been in the pre-merge. We've been applauding him for laying low not being game changers, Tony. Not being like, not reminding people of his Kage on game. Just being like, hey, this is new Tony. I'm new Tony. Trust me. And then getting to the merge and still taking his time. Not playing right when he gets right when they get to the merge. And then at the perfect moment, getting out Sophie when he feels a need. And then winning immunities and all this stuff. Cody, do you deny that Tony should? be the winner at this point if they were to be like we're new twist final six no the winner is going to be the person that was voted and that's final that's the person that deserves it. yeah yeah but okay okay no, so no, you're right you're so right about that Cody, you're right about that but who would you vote for you'd still vote for michelle right now over tony yeah no who i wouldn't you? vote for michelle over tony i would be between tony and sarah if all of these five people went to tribal right now yeah and they you, all that's, that's, what that's what i'm asking vote. that's what i'm asking yeah Oh, would I? So it would be between Tony and Sarah. Between Tony and Sarah. Yeah. That's. I mean, agree that Tony has played a beginning to end mistakes along the way. Amazing game. Yeah, of of course he's played a great game. 
There we go. I mean, Cody thinks Tony's going to win. You no, heard it here that's first. Not, um, so that's are we not what I said. I, I, think, think Tony... I think we've pretty much covered everything. Hey, uh, <laughs> no, we can probably do we our... We barely covered well, everything. We know, we, know Co- we know Cody's predictions. Cody, Cody's prediction is that Tony wins. And no. um, I guess... This is ridiculous. I, thanks, guys. This was fun. <laughs> I'm signing out. No, no, stop. <laughs> um, Cody, like, I, I think that you... Uh, um, are a great talker about Survivor, and you you're great at predictions and stuff. But I just want you to know that everybody heard you during this 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 winter call Game Changes a better season than Kageon. and I, it is okay. I was about to ask you if you if you have changed your mind after seeing uh, Tony's game. Why would I change? Why would I change my mind? Because <laughs> maybe because, because I you're saw this custom to Tony because your your introduction to Tony was game changer. So you already no, have your a question for wasn't. Him. No, 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 no. Your question was who would I vote for if it was at the end? And I said I was between Tony and Sarah. So you asked me if I would choose Tony's season over Sarah's winning season. No, it's a new question. It's a different question. <laughs> yeah, I know, but why would I be more swayed? I love Sarah just as much. She's my favorite player. Okay, uh, Chris, what do you think about Cody's um, assertion that uh, Game Changers is better than Kagayan? Honestly, I I haven't rewatched Game Changers yet, so uh, I I can't say yes or no. Uh, in memory, I'm I'm open to. I didn't I didn't despise Game Changers. I quite enjoyed Game oh, Changers, okay. and I think Sarah's play in it is. I think potentially her win in Game Changers might be a better win than Tony's win in Kagayan. Thank you, Chris. Interesting. You. But but I I really I really enjoy enjoyed Kagayan well, on the rewatch as well. Well, then I'm interested then to see uh, uh, if a miracle happens and Tony and Sarah make it to final three together. I, I would be so for it. So. I mean, what, that would be what, great. What are the, what's the jury voting on in that in that case? You know what I mean? Are, like, are they thinking about their past seasons, or are they thinking about just the past thirty nine days? I think when you're in it, you're in it, right? Like, you're not. I think all the time for considering past seasons and past relationships happened in the first like four or five days, and then it's it's been evolving from this game in particular. And I mm-hmm. doubt I doubt the jury would take it much into consideration. However, if they do, then Tony's got the edge because he played such a crazy game. He's known for he's known Kageon, He played a the one erratic game, yeah. and he and he made it happen. He's the one that shouldn't have so, won and won. Yeah, that's the narrative of but, Tony, and that's the narrative going into this season as well. He should be the first one out in this season, even though Sarah. Well, the thing is, should have been the first because one out. if like if you're including past seasons as well, you've seen no one took Tony seriously anymore because of Game Changers. That was the best thing that ever happened to him to go into a winter season. Yeah, and uh, I think that was. Yeah, you're right. I, I was just going to say the same thing. It's 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 the best thing. It's it's such it's and you an can advantage. you can really see his his growth. You know, in Game Changers, he was like he was high. He was below the ground. You know, he wasn't even he wasn't even on the ground. He was below the ground. Literally. And this Underground. one, he's soaring. Spy, spy he's but, soaring in the trees, baby. But you could also say, like, I mean, the interesting thing about both of them is that really both of them changed up their games to get there. If you're thinking of who shouldn't be there right now, our predictions going into this was Sarah was out first. Mm-hmm. Everyone was writing down Sarah's name going Dalton onto Ross the thing. island to vote her out. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, everyone was saying, I want Sarah out. And Sarah switched up her game to be this great social game, which we've seen uh, go through with her uh, fashion shows and people confide in her. Mm -hmm. She always has people around her. I I think that if you're going that way, you you also have to think about Sarah's game. And I think that that is very much in the mind of them, as we saw when they were going into the island. There wasn't a lot of people writing Tony's name down heading in there. There was a lot of Sarah. We could see it. Here, here's the thing. Sorry, sorry, Chris. We could see a huge surge of Sarah in the finale where she gets a lot of personal content in her confessionals and we see like huge gameplay from her. She realizes she needs to get out Tony or whatever happens or she needs to send Tony to fire or whatever. And then Sarah has this great kind of run to the end and she wins. I'll be like 100% I love Sarah and I need to rewatch Game Changers to rewatch her game. And I've always thought that she had a great game, but at the same in the same way I don't love One World and I don't love Redemption Island. I just think those sort of the best games are kind of equal the worst seasons. Whoa. Comparing Game Changers to One World and Redemption Island. 100%. 100% I'd lump them no, together. You're, you're, 100% no, only that is atrocious. No, the only good thing about Game Changers that is maybe better than uh, um, those two is that the pre-merge is a little better because you have such legends other than the Varner uh, Zeke stuff. I, but I, I honestly see Game Changers the same way I see Redemption Island and, uh, and One World. Uh, Chris, you're gonna like this, but it, that was the worst opinion I've ever heard in my whole life. I think I think your Akagayan Honestly, is worse uh, than you, Game you, Changers. You might be right there. Yeah. <laughs> See, Chris agrees. No. That, yeah, and it takes a lot for me to agree with Cody. So you should you should take that for what all it, right. for what it's okay. worth. Okay. Um, <laughs> Island of the Idols is between uh, is between those two and Game Changers. Okay. How about that? Uh, that's, that's fair. Still, that's that's fair. But that you're getting better. It's just like Game Changers is an entertaining season. The first half of it is. Both halves Not are. Really. Sarah's Sarah's cool gameplay is in the second half. Oh, we had to fucking figure that out afterwards. What do you mean you had to figure it out afterwards? We saw it the whole time. I I don't agree. My favorite my favorite moment of Game Changers is when Sarah votes out Sierra so that she, and and then and then acts confused that Sierra got voted mm-hmm. out so she can get the legacy advantage. Right. Like that's the Second move half. that wins that wins her the game. And that's that's um, why I think Sarah should be getting more fire tokens. She should have been like, "Hey, I'm I'm the master of the legacy advantage," which is basically turned into fire tokens. So I sh- Well, why yeah. do you want to give her that? What's that? Why do you want to give her that, though? Give her what? Like, people are giving her fire tokens, though. Kim did. Just Kim, though. She was a part of Kim's vote. Yeah, but just Kim. I think think Sophie did as well, right? I don't know. I haven't been tracking it. Yeah, Sophie has as well. So we've seen Sarah get fire tokens. Uh, I mean, sorry. I don't don't mean to be uh, the biggest Sarah dumper. How many fire tokens has Tony got? I don't mean to be the fucking thumbs down on... on, uh, uh, on on Sarah, I don't. I really don't mean to be it. Um, so forget it and forget I even brought it up. I <laughs> I, I don't like that we've turned this 
double episode, penultimate episode of Survivor season 40 into a Joel versus Cody game changers discussion. Yeah, well, well, and it's my well, fault. What else did we not talk and about in fault. tonight's in tonight's episode? I mean, it's a two-hour episode. In tonight's episode, Michelle's dance. Oh, Michelle's yeah. dance. Michelle's and dance. Then she taught it to Denise. We also got that delightful ten-minute promo at the end of the uh, at the end of the game. Yeah, we talked. We talked yeah, about the end of the show. Nat giving her idol to Tyson, which was a big play. I, we, and I think I think a big edit that got that Nat got tonight was this sort of Reem edit, but like Reem being this sort of like. Uh, if Reem, Reem was good, what's that? If Reem was good, if, yeah, yeah, Reem, yeah Reem, exactly. if Reem was if, good, if, <laughs> if Reem had won already, like Reem being this this sort of like what? Give me a second. She got voted out first. You you just said if Reem had won already, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, Reem wins uh, second chance too. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert. No, oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying I was there. Or if Reem had won San Juan del Sur, give me a fucking break. Um, anyway. No, but you're, but it's still not comparable because Reem played an awful game no, in know, her season. I know Jesus you're Christ, to, I'm trying to if, let if me make Cody my fucking point. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Jeez, tensions are high. Well, you come on here, you insult Sarah, and this is what you get. Honestly. Reem. I think just, Reem's a better player than Sarah. My we God, We just all man. need to, to, to chill down. Put on our tie-dye shirts and just uh, cool The tie-dye shirt's not coming out yet. Let me make my point, okay? Just, I'm just saying that, <laughs> that Natalie being the first one voted out is, it like has as much wind wisdom of Edge of Extinction as Reem did, but Reem obviously played the more motherly role on Edge of Extinction as this person uh, with, with um, all this knowledge and wisdom about Edge of Extinction and how to persevere and make it through. Um, but Natalie obviously taking that sort of um, knowledge and wisdom that Reem acquired through that th- uh, that so many days on Edge of Extinction and putting it towards herself, and and obviously the circumstances are different in that the fire token stuff and you can do things more for yourself on Edge of Extinction, but Natalie kind of being like, I have this knowledge. I know exactly what this clue means. Not only do I know everything about Edge of Extinction, I know how they write the the clues and what they mean by what. It's just, it's such a like a a good edit for Natalie to be like voted out first and then just know every single thing you could know about Edge. I I don't think that Reem was going through that season. Being like, I have all of this knowledge for these advantages. I'm going to give it to everyone else because I'm a motherly figure. She wasn't playing attention to the game. She wasn't playing. Why? Why, why are you yeah, coming after me like this? Uh, that's not. That's. I'm not. No, uh, that's but that's not, why she went home. But that's too. not what I'm saying. But you compare. I'm saying because that is what you said. <laughs> that is what you said. Though. I'm saying, uh, but Chris, I was that where you thought he was going with I it? I literally said that it was different, dude. You're not paying attention to me. No, I did. I had used exactly the wording I'm that you used, that Natalie and we used talked it about differently. it. Natalie used her wisdom and knowledge differently. Reem did it as empathetically. As you can see, we used all love as a, as a Survivor mo- over motherly. here at Merge Boot. But, uh, but what wisdom did Reem get other and than not playing the game oh and sitting God. there? Okay, do I have to give break. fucking examples of it? I don't want to talk about it. Why can't you just let me do, get, a, get away with fucking saying something? 
Because there's going to be people listening that are confused okay. about it. All right, fine. Let me let me take as much time as I need. You're not allowed to interrupt. All right, go on your spiel about Reem being the best player. I'm n- Thanks for tuning in, listeners. And now bringing you another sound of classic jazz. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm I'm back. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about then. You haven't been paying attention to me. No, I listened to everything that you said. Well, I think we can all agree that Natalie has been given the role of Queen of Edge of Extinction. Uh, she is recognized as such by the camera lens and by her peers. And... Uh, and I'm excited for her to come back in the game. Cody, I'm sorry for yelling at you, but you misunderstood. <laughs> no, 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 I understood, I understood where you were going with Natalie, right? Like why she was playing a good game. I think this is where the disconnect is. But uh, the part where I was picking at was the, the other half of it, uh, because the only comparison that Natalie and Reem have is that they were both voted out first. Exactly. Like I, exactly what I was saying. And the fact that they, but you were going that they were, uh, Chris. Do you understand where I was going about this with the with the fact that Reem just like knew Edge of Extinction? She was like the queen of Edge of Extinction, so she was. That's the same thing about Natalie. And then Natalie used that knowledge and wisdom differently. N- uh, Reem used it. Yeah, I think. Well, well, I think yeah, I think I don't think Reem used it used it at all to her advantage, no, especially no, not, when no, I'm in, not saying she used going, it to her advantage at all. No. I didn't think you yeah. were. Uh, I think like you can see that when she's like, "Hey, look at that advantage over there," and then Keith runs out and gets it, go. and Reem goes, "Oh, dang it! I wish I had gotten that." Um, but I also think that the that the game has shifted so drastically with the fire tokens, and we did oh, something. I'm glad that this brought up. We did almost get to hear Yule talk about that. It adds another layer of complexity <laughs> and. Deceit, oh, but he didn't, he didn't say, say duplicity. duplicity. I, I just wanted him uh, to say duplicity. But I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Ready for Talk it. Talk about the edge. Am I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're starting to get to that point of uh, predictions at this point. Well, we haven't heard from a couple people, but I, I, I can tell that I, I, can, I know this. When these two people come, <laughs> they're going to be mad at you, Cody, for whatever reason. I don't know why, but they're going to be mad at you. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me. It's me, no, Tony. You're doing a good impression. <laughs> I'm my spineness. Hey, Tony, and, how's it going? And yeah, I want to oh, say, yeah, no, I'm not hey, here. Good. Yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Hey, yeah, no, it's no, cool. No, no, uh, no, Sarah, no. is that you? Chris, you're doing a good impression you, of me. You're doing a good impression, but I'm right here. What are you I'm saying? Right here. I can see me. you guys. Anyway, I, it's me. I'm not Chris. I'm, I'm Tony. Joel, um, can you pipe down? I'm trying to talk to Tony. I just want to say fine. that. Uh, fine. I just love this podcast. I love all you guys. Well, Tony, we're just about to do predictions, actually, but thanks for oh. popping by. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yes. I'll be up here in my spy nest. I, I'd also like to say that Merch Boot did predict Tony being in a spy nest before anyone saw Tony in a spy nest. For real? Because where was Tony? T- yeah, when, where was Tony talking from? He's like, yeah, I'm up here. Oh, you can't see me, but I'm up here. If you go back and listen to the tapes, one of Tony's first appearances, he's in a spy nest. Eh, well... That's that's why people tune into Merge Boot for uh, shouting matches and uh, spot on predictions. 
<laughs> I think the last five minutes are why people turn into merch. Yeah, he's had shouting matches. <laughs> Fuck the rest, get to the last five minutes. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, I think, are we going to do some predictions here? No, I here? think we need to hear from Spider Rupert. I, I love hearing from Spider Rupert. <laughs> Spider fucking Rupert. God damn it, man. <laughs> this was your doing, just so you know. I, you created Spider Rupert, and I'm right here. I'm Spider Rupert. <laughs> I got eight legs and some tie dye, and I am. Gonna, hey, Spider Rupert. Yes. Uh, it's a very one. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's an honor to meet it's you. Just over uh, video. Mm-hmm. Um, two. What was your favorite moment of the episode, Spider Rupert? Um, you know, there's. Uh, uh, well, it was my my favorite part of it was. Uh, several episodes ago, when Sarah sneaks into the the Sele camp to to grab her steal a vote, you see a spider. Oh, it's, it's on Parvati's face. That's my favorite uh, moment. Your wow. favorite part of the episode was several episodes exactly. ago. Exactly. Well, technically, exactly. it was now, part now of this episode in, because it was idiot. in the recap. What's that? Sorry. Uh, so your favorite part of the episode was the 10-minute recap at the end. Yes, cause because it reminded me of several episodes when they talked about the, st- the steal yeah. mode advantage and, and, and Tony putting the, the, uh, the shit on, on Sarah's face. Yeah, I love the that set. stuff. Yeah. Spider Rupert called me a fucking idiot. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I, I just, I've been listening, and I think you're antagonizing Joel a little too much. <laughs> antagonizing him he's going on and on about Reem all episode she's not even he in this barely went season. on about Reem he went on about Reem for one <laughs> second and you wouldn't let it down he talked about how Reem should win this season oh my god it's, it's true we did we did end up talking about a lot of um past seasons in this episode but I think it it, it does go hand in hand because these these people have cemented themselves and are cementing their legacy as survivor players and it's interesting uh, for me it's interesting to see the differences in their game and the similarities and what's worked to get them to the end or to this stage in both times that they've gotten to this stage i say both even though there's some three times player players because this is the only time the second time any, any one of them has gotten to this sort of stage well um, i played eight times so, one for so, each leg oh yeah Yes. And the, so what seasons were you on, Spider Rupert? Spider Viver. Spider Viver. Yes. Did now and how many of those times did you um just just quit so that your wife could play? Oh my wife. I love my wife. Uh well, only uh during uh the uh uh seven blood versus water seasons. Okay, that's that. That doesn't seem seven, too seven. Seven in the Spider Verse. Yes, if you want to get into the Spider Verse, yes. there are seven versions of it where I <laughs> quit so that my wife Laura Bone Boneham could win. Spider Spider Laura Boneham. <laughs> yeah, Spider Laura Boneham. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna be Laura Bone Spider, but I guess Spider Rupert Spider Laura. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta go, guys. I uh, um. <laughs> Actually, hey, uh, Spider Rupert, before you go, can you uh, get fucked? Uh, I I do have somebody to introduce to you, though. A new guy, a new person I met. I had sex with Tony, and uh, we we had a baby, and this is Spider Tony. (laughs) Hey, guy. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm Spider Tony, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. I got eight legs, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) Kai Kayan is such a better season. Spider Tony. It's me, Tony. How's it going, buddy? Oh, the real Tony's here. I got... I'm back. 
Kagayan is such a better season than game changes in the Spider-Verse. Oh, my God. I agree. Oh, my God. Is Spider-Sarah here? Can we talk to Spider-Sarah? It's Spider-Sarah. That sounds more like Spider-Trish. I support Zeke. But also Trump. Even though I'm But also Trump. Anyway, we got to go. See you later, Cody, you fucking guy. Wow. (laughs) All those spiders. Wow. A lot of spiders on the show now. (laughs) So many spiders. Cody, what's wrong? Can we hash this out so that our listeners don't think we hate each other? No, they're going to leave this one on a cliffhanger. No, no. Yeah, who knows? Who knows if there will even be an episode next? Uh, yeah, next there might week. not be. I, there will be an episode next week. We're not yelling at each other anymore. I'll, I'll admit, maybe I shouldn't have had uh, this this uh, last pale ale. Maybe I, I got a little too loose. <laughs> These two hour episodes, I just end up getting a bit too drunk. The, in the two hour, well, I'm looking forward to next week because guess what, buddy? And here's here's the thing. Three hours. Three hour episode. But here's the thing. Joel won't be on. I'm not. <laughs> Joel's going to be passed out. Gonna, It'll be permanent spider room. I'm just going to be drinking. I'm going to be drinking tea <laughs> next week. That's that's my thing. That's my new thing. I'm going to be drinking tea. Just tea, but tea gets you hyper. N- not herbal tea. Yeah, but you never have the herbal. You always have that good stuff. All right. But here's the thing. I will go back to it. Sure. Maybe I had one too many beers. But <laughs> you shouldn't have come after me about the Reem thing. <laughs> what? Well, I went into the trap. Yeah. Anyway, do we, we want to get into predictions. We do. I also do want to bring up um, my, one fun thing that... Uh, do you want to say what, what Colin Morey thought the end of the episode was going to be, Cody? Because I know he was the guest last week. Right. So, And I just thought it was pretty funny. I, he, he's going to be mad that, that I brought this up. <laughs> He is going to be mad that you brought this up. But Colin <laughs> did say to me, he was like, oh, they're just, uh, I bet what they're going to do is just tell us who was back from Edge and not show the competition. <laughs> now, I'm sure that is taken out of context, but I just thought that that sentiment was funny. A nice it kind of was to, le- to leave us on. I, I also had the uh, thought, though, that because everything was happening a little more quickly than we thought it would. Um, it was like 9.30, and they were about to read the votes. And I was like, oh, they must be showing us the Edge of Extinction Challenge, you know? Oh, I thought they were going to show the challenge for sure. They were like, oh, okay, well. they just yeah, want to get I, to it, yeah. I thought so, too. I thought because we had 15 minutes left, mm-hmm. and um, and we were coming back from commercial, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be the challenge now. Right. But no, they, they have to give us um, a bunch of sentimental bullshit and then a recap of what we've but, already seen. Yeah. And, and I guess we're just going to family visits. Oh my I, God. I guess they're just going to announce on Instagram tonight who uh, made it back. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're laughing. We're having a good time. Everybody. We're not mad at each other. We're fucking cool. That's hey, the thing. about hey, me. Don't and Cody. push it, buddy. That's the thing about me and Cody. All right. Predictions. We can yell at each other, but also you- that we're fine. My prediction is that next week, Cody and I will get engaged. To wow. be married. I can't wait and for that. Engaged in another yelling match, and then <laughs> and then we'll get a we'll get a uh, um a, a, a registered minister over a Facebook Messenger to marry us on the show. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, Joel, as long as you don't insult Sarah and you don't uh, bring up Reem, we're going to be I'll just fine next week. I'll try not to bring up Reem next week. I don't know why Reem was such a soft spot for you this week. My, my prediction next week is that Reem is coming back from Edge of Extinction and then winning the game. <laughs> All right, there's your prediction. Uh, Chris, what's yours? Uh, you've already heard my prediction in full detail. The only change that I would make to that is I think out of the, the there are four uh, people coming back, possible people coming back from Edge, Natalie, Rob, Tyson, or Jeremy. I think those are the, the four possibles who I am would be interested in seeing. Or fifth uh, would be Chris Underwood. He's been hiding the whole time. Yeah. He just comes out for the challenge. I would add Parv and Ethan to that list. Um, I don't... Th- You're not going to... How many are we down t- until you name <laughs> Wendell? I will not name Wendell. Oh, yeah. But I, I will also say... Wendell's tied with Danny. That um, in Chris's uh, prediction, if you fast forward... If you... F- sorry, rewind about... 30 or 40 minutes ago because me and Cody argued for 20 minutes about Reem. Um, <laughs> you'll hear uh, Chris predict that uh, Michelle sends Ben and Tony to fire making, but I would to fire. I would think that Michelle s- sends send Sarah, send and Sarah and Tony to fire making. Yeah, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I just want to see Tony just have the most grandiose uh, entrance into the finale as possible, Mm. which involves him taking out Ben, who's supposedly good at fire. And then it also keeps Sarah, Michelle, and Tony, which to me would be a much more exciting final three than a Mm -hmm. Tony, Ben, Michelle. Well, I mean, we might get Michelle. So it's more, there's some hopefulness there, but. And Tony. Well, okay. Let me, let me change it up a bit. Or no, Michelle, Sarah, and uh, um, Ben. Let me change it up a bit. Um, so Natalie gets back in. Denise is voted out six. And then Ben is voted out five because none of them want to go to the fire, to with, fire him. with him. And then at four, Den- did I say Denise? Uh, no, Sarah. Denise is already Sarah gone. Sarah and Tony go to, f- go to fire making because Natalie wins the final. Uh, uh, immunity challenge. Tony beats Sarah, and then it's and Michelle. So Tony, Natalie, Michelle. Tony, Natalie, Michelle. Natalie almost wins, but there's enough people on the jury that think uh, somebody from Edge of Extinction shouldn't win. And Tony's played such an amazing game, so it's like just by a few votes, Tony wins. Mm, that's a great prediction. I like that prediction. Right. Here's the real one, though. Okay, here we okay. go. You have to give it to uh, us. Natalie vote comes. By, vote by vote. vote. Vote by vote. Wow. We all, we all think Natalie's back, eh? I'm thinking Natalie. I'm thinking it was between Natalie, Wendell, and Tyson at this point. Uh, can you imagine it's Rob, though? Could you imagine if it was Amber? It's, it's Rob, Tony. Amber would be amazing. And Sarah in the finals. <laughs> um, but, she wouldn't uh, know what to do. No, she would just she would just probably vote herself out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amber. She would zane it. I'm glad you had a good time on edge. Yeah, you really summed that up. It, it was a very sweet moment. Um, but I think uh yeah, so we see that coming in. Uh I'll say Natalie. Natalie wins the comp. She gives the idol to Michelle cuz she knows Michelle's her only chance to uh come back into this game and stay. 
Um, I think then that takes out uh, the idol takes out Sarah. So now Sarah's gone. And then I think we um, get out maybe uh, Tony or Denise. But then Natalie or Michelle wins immunity at the end and uh, has Ben face Tony in fire making and Ben takes out Tony in fire making. Ben takes out Tony? So, okay, do that. Do that. Do that. Because uh, you already said Tony was out at five. No, 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 no. I said gone? Sarah. No, I said Sarah. So, no, there's six. So who's out? Sarah's out at six. Then someone's yeah. out at five, and then it's yeah, Denise. I said Sarah Denise, and then Denise. Denise is out. Okay, yeah. But and Ben I, takes out Tony. But yeah, Ben takes out Tony from five. And so it's Michelle, Natalie, and Ben in the final. Yeah, and Michelle and, wins. And Michelle wins. So having been on the wrong side of every vote, so no, but she puts Ben versus Tony in the fire. Yeah. So here's the, knowing that Ben will take him out because Ben's the best of fire. We. And she had the flip coin. She gave that to Jeremy too. She's, you know, she's been. Yeah, no, it. I, I, I love Michelle. I think she's great. If uh, mm-hmm. Tyson, Rob, or Natalie gets back in, we'll have s- three out of six have immunity idols. So yeah, so we'll have Ben, um, uh, Tony, and the Edge of Extinction person have immunity. At this point, it has to be someone with an immunity idol coming in for Michelle to win. It'll be tough though because it's a lot of math. If, if that six vote if that six if that six vote is like if nothing nothing spectacular happens in the six vote, then you've got let's say it's Natalie, then you've got Natalie, Ben, and Tony all with idols, and then one of the two wins immunity, right? right. The two remaining and then the other person is just automatically out. And that would be a disappointing thing to have happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I all I know is that Michelle's winning this game. That's my big prediction. It's been my prediction. You've heard it week to week. Michelle's still in this. She has overcame. She won immunity tonight and saved herself. Man, I, I hope she does for your sake, because I, I do not want to see you next week when she loses. <laughs> he'll be throwing a he'll, such a yelling match yeah <laughs> yeah oh, if God. you thought i was yelling about ream tonight you better <laughs> just don't even get me fucking started you don't even want to record with me next week if michelle doesn't yeah. win don't even get me fucking started yeah man. I, and honestly for me I, I hope ream wins honestly i i obviously give a shit about ream um i i'm actually i would my ideal world is sarah wins but that's who you want. I really to. think it's Michelle. Okay. That's who I want to win. I think it's Michelle. My ideal world, though, I would love Sarah and Denise. You know I'm such a fantasy guy. I got to get my fantasy team in the finals, which I have two people at, at least. If Natalie or Wendell come back in, I'll have three in the fantasy finals. Yeah, that's true. I finally got uh, – I'm, I'm finally down to one person. Nick was my guy. Yeah, and, and Joel, you have, I have nobody in. Well, I have nobody in. How and, many? I, and, yeah. and honestly, yeah, I, I, I stopped giving a shit after the Ethan vote out. I, 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 I mean, it's so easy to stop giving a shit when you're losing that yeah. bad. Yeah, I when know. you don't have any, exactly. anybody that's what I'm, getting your yeah, points. Yeah, 100%. And uh, uh, I agree with you, and that's <laughs> why I stopped giving a shit, because I knew once uh, Amber and Ethan got voted out and it did not look like Parvati was going to be going for much longer... And Jeremy didn't look so good. 
And my only dog in the fight was Sophie. I was like, yeah, I don't think that I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul anymore. Oh, yeah. I you mean, had a really bad team. I had a, I had a pretty yeah, good Yeah, honestly, you? choosing Amber first overall <laughs> was naughty. That was a naughty move, choosing Amber first overall like that. The, I, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty ballsy, but didn't pan out. A big move, but, you know. In the very first <laughs> round, for everybody who didn't listen to that Probably podcast, th- I picked Amber. The craziest, the craziest draft this <laughs> podcast has ever yeah, seen. right. Anyway. <laughs> well... That was wild. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And Chris George, if you're listening, let us know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've tuned out. I tuned out like 20 minutes ago. Anyway. Yeah, we're at an hour 20 now. When I started singing Daybreak. And I will say. I was already I was already getting complaints about how long the podcast is. We're 20 minutes over. Yeah, we're, we've been That's going true. for Tamlin a while. Couldn't, couldn't stop talking Tamlin about could it. Not. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody told you that. An hour was too long for a Survivor podcast? Too long, yeah. No one wants to listen that long. I really don't get it. All the podcasts I listen to are far over an hour. Anyway, um... Yeah, you have time. Who doesn't? (laughs) Can we get a final, like, run-through of... So you think Tony's gonna win. I think Michelle's gonna win. Chris, you are also saying Tony. I'm Team Tony, yeah. Okay. You're Team Tony. That's your He's genuine good thought. TV. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I've been I've been saying Tony for. I've been hoping Tony for probably the whole season, but Same. I've been saying Tony. I think about the same time Joel did. Yeah. Okay, but I, like you would both agree. Like I've been saying Michelle for since the Rob ring toss with her. Yeah, you definitely said so you say a lot of names though, Cody. You were uh, come on, Cody. No. I will say you were saying Adam for a while. Uh, yeah, before that, Rob ring toss. No, I love no, Adam. You were no. saying Adam until I, Adam that, got voted yeah. out. I love Adam, man. I, I love Adam. Adam's so great. I was honestly Adam getting voted out. No, Ethan was the biggest sad sadness Sad. for me getting voted out, and then Adam was the second one for me. I still think that Adam no, might get voted out next week or win. Adam gets voted out <laughs> next week? I think he might. Or he might win. <laughs> well, we've gotten to about that time. Well, yeah, no. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just give it to the listeners. I think once I listen back to this episode, I'm surely uh, totally unnecessarily yelling um, uh, uh, 45 minutes ago, and I apologize for that. And Cody, I, I apologize to you for yelling and Chris for putting you in between us for, uh, during that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know that... It, Apology accepted. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, I know that I come off as a, a, as a fucking prick when I'm all angry and shit. And, and uh, I, I wish that I, I wasn't. And uh, Cody and I... Uh, Cody, I hope you can forgive me and I'm sorry. Anyway... Um, Oh yeah, it's a clean slate every week. Thank baby. you. Um, anyway, and you know it's it's only because we know that you love Survivor. Survivor. And uh, <laughs> um, please, if you uh, love the shouting and you love the Survivor talk and you love everything that goes on in this podcast, please give us five stars and rate, review, subscribe. Um, because otherwise, I might really, I might actually kill Cody, um, murder him. And and follow Merge Boot on Instagram as well. And if you can, because that's the only place I know where where I can really comment 
Um, I, I figured this. I was always trying to comment, and I was just sending you guys messages mm-hmm. directly. But but put in the comments who you, who you think will win and who you are who you're wanting. <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Cody, do you have any c- comments? Yeah, uh, just follow us on all the social media. Hey, and uh, I changed the uh, I changed the Twitter handle this week to Merge Boot Pod. Yeah, didn't someone sue us and take Merge underscore A? Tony. Yeah, we lost Merge underscore A. We, yeah, it was Tony. That was our bread and butter. Tony did it. All right, let's let's get this podcast no, over with. Honestly, I, I feel like we could just uh, shoot the shit. Uh, Chris, how's your quarantine going? I have uh, things to do. No, we're know, done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Goodbye, it's, everyone. It's uh, It's been great. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.